Welcome back to the Chasing Daylight, everybody. How y'all doing today? Good. Cold. Cold, yeah. Windy. Windy and cold out here. Dude, it is freezing. I don't care. I, I know we're not Minnesotians or Canadians. When it's 37 degrees outside, I don't care what month it is. It's freaking cold. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, common misconception. We're in the desert. People don't think it gets cold, but it gets freezing. It gets cold here, I mean, especially up here in my house. Into the I'm at three thousand feet, and it's typically ten degrees cooler here than in the valley. Mm-hmm. It was damn cold <laughs> this yeah. morning, and then the wind is kicking up. So, um, welcome to the show, everybody. This is the Chasing Daylight Podcast, episode number sixty-two. This is volume number fourteen of our weekly walk show that we got going on. Um, Want to welcome in any new listeners to the podcast? If you aren't familiar with this show, go ahead over to the Instagram account. You can see some of the things that we do there. Or if you want to, you could also head over to thebreakfastball.com. I have updated the website tremendously and with some help from Jeremy. This guy is also a uh, you know computer guru. So yeah. <laughs> he's helping me make it a little bit better, a little bit more user-friendly. But I'm slowly been adding all the previous podcast episodes and breaking them down by categories. So it's easier for everybody to find them. If you like browsing websites instead of iTunes, head on over there and check out some of the episodes we've done. Uh, another way for you to interact with us is the voice line, 702-518-1864. Just a voicemail, just an old answering machine. If you uh, have anything that you want to chime in about, thinks what we're doing is fantastic, amazing, wonderful, we'd love to hear your comments. And then one last thing, head on over to iTunes, if you are a podcast guru and you know what we're talking about, head over to iTunes, find the Chasing Daylight podcast. Well, you're probably listening to it, so you're on it right now. Yeah. And uh, give us a review. Uh, review rankings, it really helps us grow, and we you know, we love sharing them on the Instagram. I did a page. review a long time ago, and it never stuck. Mine's not on there. Well, do it again. I just did a five-star, yeah. All right. Well, this funny. is, this Eric, is five stars. Absolutely it is. Uh, Eric leaves one, like, once a month, but <laughs> when when he leaves one, his old one comes off. So it oh. doesn't it doesn't you can't I don't know iTunes has got some you know Apple interesting can't, can't mess with the mothership. So uh, that being said, let's hop right into. So uh, last episode, I think we did a better job of correcting ourselves before we actually <laughs> on, on the fly. Yeah, exactly. Do, do you see how I have it written down? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's co co crack. <laughs> Robbie was hilarious. He's see what he said. He goes, I can't believe you just didn't give up and say that Jason the winner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Um one other so we talked about Graham McDowell's victory, or I guess the yeah, the victory, mm-hmm. playoff victory of Tiger. We also failed to mention the Zach Johnson the playoff, which was out, crazy. The hole out from yeah. the drop zone. I have to watch that again. That was pretty epic. Zach Johnson. Yeah. Have if either one of you seen? I I want to reach out to the guys at No Lane Up because they put the video out a long time. Have you have you seen the the video memes where it's the scene? I don't even know the movie, but it's where Hitler is just furious about something, and and then they dub yeah. all the different words on it and put it in different scenarios. So when he won the uh, Open Championship, they did that. Hitler's disappointed in Zach Johnson. Oh my God. <laughs> It was hilarious. I can't find it anywhere. So if anybody huh. knows where that's at, um, not every day you bring Hitler up in a <laughs> no. golf podcast. No, so there we first. go. So anything else we got? Nothing. Nothing worth mentioning. It was yeah, pretty good. I think that was a pretty, maybe yeah. a little, uh, give ourselves a little. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Very much. Very much. Very Appreciate much. it. Um, so we'll, let's start off with the Zozo. Uh, what did you think about Patrick? I don't like your face. Uh, Cantley winning the Zozo. I didn't get to watch a lot because I was working, but um, I I don't enjoy Patrick Cantley as I've mentioned before. Um, great player. <laughs> um, you know, I I was rooting for Rom there at the end, and also JT. But um, yeah, I, I I used to not like Rom either, but I, I would have liked uh, Rom to pull it out. Just oh, his face, man. When he found out that he won and Rom missed the putt, that, that, smile. Was, that smile was, gosh, uh, it's hard to watch. Yeah, I I was happy to see JT pissed. Yeah. Because it, it showed me that it meant something to him. Because a, a lot of times these guys, eh, I'm taking home a big nut, doesn't matter anyways, you know, right. it's tied second. I'm Well, he lost it. Oh, he, he lost it. Yeah, he threw oh, it. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally did. I mean, it but this has happened to him quite a bit lately where yeah. he starts losing his tee shot and has to scramble. Thank I mean, thank God he can scramble his ass off the way he can. Yeah. Did you see that that um drop he had on the cart path? Yeah. That was sweet. I was t- did you I understand? went back and yeah. watched it. Yeah. That was sweet. Talent man. Yeah, just swooped it around off the cart path. Just that's a clean lie. Yeah, <laughs> you don't true. Have to worry about true. Well, he opted for the cart path instead yeah, of. Yeah, well, the dirt. Phil does that a lot too. Oh yeah, you know because he knows you know what you're getting. No surprises, right? You know what you're hitting. Their off. their ability to uh, get their low point where they want to is just uh, insane. It's incredible. I'd I'd have probably two <laughs> inches of gouge on the bottom of my club. Yeah. Um. So our picks for the week. Uh, didn't good. It was a good week. No. <laughs> well, it, was, it was better for me. It was much better <laughs> yeah. for Jeremy. Jeremy had Rory. So uh, T17 got you 43 points in our contest. Uh, I came in second with Fowler at T57. Got a whopping five points for that. And uh, Joe. Yeah, man. That's just, you know, tug at the heartstrings you, a bit. You, yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of like a par three with water. You just yeah. love you some Tiger. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tied for 72nd, three points. So our lock of the week contest through seven weeks, well, I'm, since we've been doing it, um, I still have a commanding lead at 688 <laughs> points. Joe, 302. Jeremy, making up ground, 223. Yeah, this week's going to be different. This is going to be a tough week. 
because I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Okay. Well, we'll get into that here in a few minutes. Granted, anybody can win, so I guess that would make yeah, it difficult. The uh, FedEx Cup standings through these seven events: Bryson still in first place. Cantley moves up to second. Co crack. Oh, he got it. He got it. <laughs> the um, phonetic out on oh, the top. I, I, of the I had to write it down. I, there's <laughs> just something about his name that fucks with me. Um, he's in third. Uh, Matthew Wolf at fourth, and our boy. Stuart Saint, yeah. who's in the field this yes, week, he is hanging number five. Uh, there was no changes to the official world golf rankings, although had Rom finished a solo second or yeah. one, yeah. he would have taken over, but that didn't happen. So still got DJ, Rom, JT, Colin Marikawa, and Rory. And then you fellas, yeah, man, played a little wild horse yesterday. A little bit of the horse. So uh, different. Then playing with eight clubs from fifty five hundred yards. Definitely, we, we played from we played from gold, so it wasn't six thousand. Yeah, yeah, six thousand. Yeah, um, the course was a little drier this time, just a little bit drier. Um, Even with the weather cooling down somehow. Yeah, it was a little drier, but the the fairway and the rough was a little bouncier too, right? It wasn't as firm; it was like bouncy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, better lies in the fairway. Yeah, yeah, you could you could you could actually get get under it a bit you know and and get a little bit of a divot action going so it's been it's been two weeks since we played our little tournament out there right um so you, would you say the course is better same same i same. same what about the, how it's are the greens little, greens are great yeah greens are still good yeah that's good yeah. and they've actually softened a bit maybe mm-hmm. well that's what darn was saying that it's going to take a couple weeks because that that rubay still needed to mature right before they could cut it shorter yeah greens were great yeah, I would say is almost the same, but it was drier in the fairways and not as firm. It, I mean, it was firm. You were still getting run out and rolls, but when you when you uh, had some ground interaction, it was a little bouncier and not so hard. Bombs were hit. Bomb, bombs <laughs> in those fairways, yeah, especially Joe. Hit. Man, he mashed one on twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was like three forty. Damn, yeah. son. Yeah. He oh. was like 30 yards out from the green. Yeah, it was like 32. Good grief. That's not a driver hole. So Yeah, that was uh Did did you did you fade it or did you uh I went right over the the corner at the dog leg and uh-huh. just a little little fade or hit hit the um ground forward. He saw a bounce. I didn't see a bounce, but he said it took a huge bounce. It was a giant bounce and did it was all pass? the way down there. No, no. No. Uh, yeah hit manhole cover (laughs) (laughs) maybe hit tennis court (laughs) yeah it was good but the next hole was that was we played that hole from the fairway so amazingly i don't i I think there's a little sarcasm coming out no no so okay so i hit it like a really low stinger uh driver Uh with a little fade to the middle of the fairway but we were both like right next to each other in the fairway and um I, i pulled it and hit a house (laughs) I was going to avoid that one. But <laughs> yeah, I hit a house. So I re hit, I hit a provisional and we were pretty we were, close yeah. to each other. But we both hit these amazing, just piercing iron shots low into the green. And we were both 10 feet from the pin. Nice. And I mean, into the wind, uphill, that hole. We That's were always like fun when you pull those off. 190, 200 yards out. Oh, it was, it was yeah. so sick. The wind ball was on point yeah. yesterday. Yeah. It was sick. So, um, how did the wind affect the round? Did because it wasn't too bad. It was noticeable, but um, we I I felt like we were like 
like playing the wind really well yesterday. We were holding stuff into it, playing the wind. Yeah, you both scored really. You were like on fire with your greens and regulations. This, I mean, this guy was he was CTP everything. on all the par threes. He almost dunked one on uh, was that well, five? You hit the flag on seven or eight. Eight. Oh no, I didn't really hit it. It it hit pin high and then uh, spun back to the right. Mm. But he hit a pin, and he almost dunked it on, I think it's six, that par three after that first par five. Uh-huh. I mean, a foot. Yeah. It was a few yeah. inches away. Yeah. So you, the the lie adjustment is working. It's working. And I uh, I feel like playing in the wind for me it helps me concentrate more, and I can hit. And it's probably me clubbing up one and swinging easier instead yeah, of. absolutely. You're a little so, bit more focused. Yeah, right. I play really good in the wind usually. Yeah, as as long as the the wind fits the hole and the wind fit my fade a bit, I I can play well. If it's you know a, a dog leg to the left and I'm fading it into the wind or vice versa, but when I got to play a draw into the wind, that's where I I kind of mm-hmm. lose it a bit. Yeah, it can be challenging. See, I I want to take my mat in the garage, drag it behind the cart along with my net, and then just have it automatically as I start to swing, the net drops and I can hit. Because I play really, really well in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have some good swings in my garage, uh, the too. The course elements, it's uh, stupid golf, man. Why you got to be played outdoors? On, just let me play inside. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a fun day, though. It was the return of uh, the Sunday money group that I play in. And, and Jeremy played in it for the first time. I actually took first place. So Woo-hoo! got oh, that, some winnings. A- um, thank you, thank you. And it was Jeremy's first time out, and it takes three rounds to get your your group handicap. But uh, he won some money also with uh, a CTP, so it was a good day. I was almost in the sixties. I I was I had a I needed a birdie on eighteen to hit sixty nine, yeah. but just parted instead. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. you. I was watching it. You hit eight of your first eight greens and. Number nine. Yeah, what was it? Fourteen. Yeah, greens I did fourteen it? greens yesterday, which yeah. for me it's been lately like eight or nine. But yeah. that's which is the big difference for me. Oh, if I can yeah. get on the green. Oh my goodness, that's impressive, man. Yeah, because your speed with the putter is always on on point. Yeah, nice. Um, so also happening last week, had an episode of Just a Tip, and we're gonna move those to Friday. I'm gonna put them out on Friday. I was talking to Stavi last night, and uh, I. There's just too much going on for me yeah. with lacrosse practices and editing this and putting it out and all the content. So uh, we're going to move those to Friday. Gives him a little bit more time to get it done during the week. He's not rushed during the weekend to knock T- it out. TGIF, so. ABC, right after Step by Step. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I used to love TGIF. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so look for that. And also, if uh, that's another thing that I've linked on the website. Uh, go check out the old videos. Drop a comment in there, and Stephen, you know, there hasn't been any comments, and so he was like, "Well, I guess, I guess everybody's good." See, yeah, and I was gonna make a comment, but I don't want to be the only one that's being told to write uh, a four on my three wood with a sharpie. So that was um. so, that was so funny. He was so worried that you were gonna be upset about that, and I was like, "No, just good. It's all in good fun." So I was practicing the three wood in the garage last night, and uh, yeah, does that drill seem to help you at all? Making sense. I think for me, it's just, it might be in my head. Um, <laughs> definitely. It's coming from. <laughs> um, and, and it could be a little bit of the swing weight for me too, I think, because it, it feels different than different. Yeah. So we'll have to look at that. Um, get you dialed in on it. But yeah, I was hitting a few good ones uh, in the, in the center last night in the garage. So I brought it with me today and we'll see. 
hey, hey. Well, it's gonna be, we're going to have some fun out here. It, yeah. it, it's cold and windy. So um, this week coming up, let's hop into the PGA Tour. Uh, Mr. Stat Guy, what do we got? Yep. So we have the Bermuda Championship in Southampton, Bermuda, which is probably a great place to be right now. Uh, I would be very happy to be there right now. Yep. So Port Royal Golf Course, um, it's around 68, 6,900 yards. It's par 71. Brendan Todd is the defending champion. This, yeah. This, That's where he started his this, streak yeah. last year. Huh? Yep, exactly. It was windy there last year, too, if it's I remember correctly. It's always windy. So. It's the middle of the Atlantic, so. Sure. Trent Jones. Yep. Um, the PGA Tour champions makes the return with the Timber Tech Championship in Boca Raton, Florida. Yep. Um, so that one is about actually almost the same yardage, 6,800 yards, par 72, Bernard Longer. Oh, well, no yeah, surprise yeah. there. No surprise there. And Phil's not playing, so look for Bernard to tear it up. Yeah. They got any, you got any PGA Tour champions odds? Uh, I do not. <laughs> Neither do I. Uh, <laughs> no corn fairy and the LPGA is idle until November 19th. Taking some time off. So uh, that's what's going on this way. And then, well, we could talk about what's happening today. We're going to go out to Revere. And this will be my first round with the Jumbo Max grips. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, we've been getting them dialed in at home. Uh, I started doing, I had a good conversation with Steven the other night and um, he said to me, he goes, why haven't you sent me a quarter speed swing video yet? And I go, cause I haven't done a quarter speed swing <laughs> video yet. And he's like, come on. I said, okay. So I go out and I, you know, do a slow motion quarter speed swing and send it to him. And he goes, what did you notice about that? And I said, everything is perfect. And he goes, swing slow to learn fast. Hmm. And so I started on this was i think friday night when we talked about this i started every day i've been dedicating an hour to going out in the garage and just taking slow motion swings just and he says you know your your muscles and your brain will sync up and hit all those things he goes when you speed up you notice things get out of whack yeah he says it's because your your body your your mind is adjusting quickly for you mm -hmm. uh, to ensure that you hit the ball. But when you do it in slow motion, it allows you to get into those positions and the feels and let your mind adjust to what's happening at a much slower pace. And so I just been doing that over and over and over again. And then, uh, I guess last night and today I just sped it up just a smidge just to see, man, and they feeling really good. Yeah. Feeling really good. Um, I'm looking forward to getting out on the course just to see what happens. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens too. Yeah. Um, it's windy as hell. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've lost two plants in the backyard this morning. Oh, wow. <laughs> Knocked over my uh, jasmine uh, vines. Uh, I got to fix that, but I'm going to wait for the wind to stop because there's no reason to go fix it to have to go back, right back down. But it is cold as hell. Uh, yeah. We're going to be playing 55 degrees. 30 mile an hour wind with 50 mile an hour gusts. So there's a really good chance on an approach shot that the ball goes behind us, <laughs> especially on the Concord course. But I'm looking forward to getting on the Concord course because it looks yeah. really good. Yeah, mm -hmm. me too. So you guys, as you're playing yesterday in mild wind, we're going to have some fun out there today with. Yeah, hopefully we can do uh, some of the stuff that we did yesterday today. Yeah, I plan on it. Oh, Attempting it. Ooh, look at this. <laughs> I like the confidence. All right, 
Let's hop into. Look at this Instagram. It's been an inside of him. Started out as a limping heart. Then my phone went and made it art. And these are my Look at this Instagram. Our social profiling segment where we each pick an Instagram account that we love, we follow, and we like to share. So who wants to go first this week? Should we spin the tea? Let's spin the tea. That's you. <laughs> whoa, whoa. That's Jeremy. All right. I am going to go with beautiful golf courses. Oh, at beautiful golf courses. At beautiful golf courses. Yep. Tons of awesome pictures from golf courses all over the world. That's literally all they post. It's Oh, yeah. Really I, amazing. I, I thought I knew about all these. Oh, There's so I'm many good ones. Them, yeah. yeah. I love just perusing through the different pictures yeah, some, even though i've seen them all sometimes you get stuck on a page and i want to go there i want to go there yeah, just yeah. non-stop yep <laughs> yep and i'm pretty sure i saw a vegas course recently i'm just Ooh. trying to remember well, which oh, right. it was wolf creek's no, on there that's yeah. rams hill tbc uh, las vegas that's what it was yeah a few days ago oh nice oh yeah TBC las vegas and it looks great getting some local love that is oh yeah awesome there it is wow look at that Get in the spotlight out in Vegas. So beautiful golf courses, all lowercase. Well, it's all always lowercase. All just one word. Beautiful golf courses. Podcast is now following them. All right, Joe, between me and you. Me and you. All right. Uh, this week, I'm going to go with uh, Push Cut Custom. Um, they do, I think it's one dude. Just um, he'll tear apart jerseys, uh, bags, sweaters, whatever, and make head oh, covers like out of it. them. Um, got some really cool stuff on there. I think he, he also does like, um, custom banners, not much in his shop. So I'm assuming it's, it's full on custom work right now. Master's flag's pretty sweet. Yeah. Out of flag. I mean, anything did you look at this one here? Uh, if you haven't seen it, the Patagonia sweater, that thing's insane. Oh, wow. So it was like a Patagonia yeah. fleece made a head cover out of it. Oh, that is sick. Yeah. Out of that. Super cool. That's awesome. So yeah, push cut custom P U S H C U T C U S T O M. Look at that! Yes, oh. I love when I when I get something that he he's never heard of. <laughs> That's like my goal every week. <laughs> really good stuff, man. Oh, I like the, the bears. Yeah. I'm not a bears fan, but that bears does some stuff with Rep the Step. Um, I know he's done some things for him. Right on, push cut customs. Check him out. No S on the end. Just push cut custom. Push cut custom. Yes. Thank you for correcting that. Yeah. Uh, Don't want to know good stuff. Part. Check them out. Out of Wisconsin. Milwaukee. And then for me, this uh, account I've been following for a while and followed him as soon as I started the podcast page just because the work that he does is amazing. But uh, Halverson just had a long neck done uh, by Kevin Burns Golf. So it's KB underscore golf. Makes putters. He's been making them since 1989. Beautiful, beautiful work. I'm quite the putter whore. Yeah. I love some, you know, I don't have a Kevin Burns putter yet. That's something, you know, down the road. Eventually I will get myself one because his it, the work is just beautiful. And he's this got is some, the one you're talking about? Uh, Yeah, that's Towers. Yeah, yep. looks sick. Yeah, I mean, he posted some pictures on his, on Howard's page that, I mean, wow yeah this is i love the look of a long neck oh man it looks so cool and i'm 
so happy I'm still gaming mine. Yeah. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. But uh, Kevin Burns is on the list uh, for, and his logo is too, it's cool. Have you seen the logo? Um, With the KB in the hole and the flag? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, that's cool. Kevin Burns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> K and fire, Kevin Burns. He's got a nice looking signature too. Yeah. Uh, really cool stuff. So give them a follow if you're not. And that will wrap up this week's look at this Instagram. And from there, we're going to go to... When is hockey season starting? Uh, so supposedly it's there. I don't know if it's approved yet, but they mentioned January 1st is what they're shooting for. So it'll be a shortened season uh, and then get it done by normal timing, June, uh, Stanley Cup in June. Nice. So and then hopefully next year they jump back, get on, the, back on the normal schedule. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff going on out here in VGK. Yeah. Uh, we got Petrangelo yes, signed up. Huge. Amazing defenseman uh, that came from St. Louis. Yep. Um, he was our captain. Unfortunately, with that addition, we had we to lost lose, a misfit. Uh, we had to lose Schmitty, uh, which I, is my wife's favorite, and she was she's I'm, still talking about how sad she is about that. I really am not heartbroken about that. Man, he he's a he's a locker room guy. Um, yeah, I know you're saying that, but one thing that drives me nuts about him is his lack of defensive ability in so, pressure well, situations. Yeah. This year, he was not that great, and his commercials. God, I can't stand his commercials. <laughs> Did you ever watch the Vegas Behind the Ice? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's when she really like fell oh, in love yeah. with him. So. Yeah. Great guy. Town's going to really miss him. Yeah, definitely. It, he'll be, if we can get some fans back in the stands, I know when Vancouver comes to town, he'll definitely get a standing O. So. Oh, yeah. It sucks to lose the originals that, that started here. Um, but yeah, uh, that's happening with hockey. Before <laughs> uh, the odds for the Bermuda, we we really don't have anything Vegas this week. We did the par three last week, and and you know it's kind of a swan it was, song it was for a, us because we had so much going yeah, on that we did. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna not discontinue the Vegas spotlight, but we're gonna just be going over the odds uh, for the tournaments of the week, and if something happens to pop yeah. up. Like occasionally there are special tournaments that happen here, special events, PGA show, stuff like that. Uh, we'll definitely be able to include that stuff in that. But let's hop into the odds for this week and get our locks. Uh, yeah. So at the top of the board, we got Will Zalatoris and Brendan Todd at 12 to 1. As uh, Jeremy mentioned, Todd is defending. Uh, Harold Varner third at 20 to 1. Doc Redman and Emiliano Grio at 25 to 1. And then Denny McCarthy uh, tops that portion of the board out at 30 to 1 uh christoph ventura 35 to 1 henrik stenson 40 to 1 Stuart sink is looking to upset somebody again at 40 to 1 uh danny willett 45 to 1 uh vegas boy himself mav mcneely 50 to 1 god i want to see him do good yeah i would like to see him pull it off um pat perez at 60 to 1 max home at 90 to 1 um which kind of surprised me but he hasn't had his best stuff lately Hudson Swafford won recently 100 to 1. And then Zach Blair, 250 to 1. And Fred Funk, 750 to 1. Put some money on the Funk. Can you imagine? You never know, man. But then you know who's going to come through. Stuart Sink. Stuart Sink will come through. Fred Funk will have the lead, (laughs) and Stuart Sink will hole out 
from a bush behind yeah. a iguana yep straight up open watson situation <laughs> and destroy fred funk's season oh. you've heard it here first oh man book it oh uh so i i was since this isn't like a predominant event it is a fulfilled right yeah fulfilled 500 fedex cup points mm-hmm. um as the super season as golf channels calling it is continues I was looking at the world rankings for the top ranked players mm-hmm. where last week it was, you know, one, two, three, and four. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the, all the guys were there. This week, not so much. Uh, Zalatorius continuing his climb, uh, 59 in the world right now, and Brennan Todd, 41. Uh, then Harold Varner drops to number 120. Grio is 158, and Doc Redman is 85. So, I mean, that shows you how versatile the pga tour is when you don't have some of the the top players in the world yeah. in an event i mean the these guys it's still i mean you know top 60 in the world is still an accomplishment I mean, right nothing to you know well these events are important um you know this is how they come up the ranks and these are future stars of the pga tour when yep. when the guys you know are gone eventually um so i mean they'll they're gonna jump on some of the major events at some point so it, it's good to figure out who they are now yeah, and I mean Grio at the 158th ranked player in the world, 25 to one. That I mean, it, there's there's some good yeah. odds out there yeah. if you, if you're looking to get some comeuppance this week. Absolutely. Um, here, let's spin the tea and we'll go with our locks. Ooh, Ooh, is that me? That's you. Okay. Well, I saw the field. I I don't look at the odds until after I see the field, mm-hmm. and I saw the field, and I. I'm so on the Zalatoris bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's a chalk pick, but I want to see this kid get his card I do in too. a legitimate way, not yeah. these sponsors' exemptions and earning points along the way. I mean, he's still getting it, but I'm not like a huge fan of his or anything. But he's been grind. I'm not that I'm not a fan or am a fan, but he's been grinding, dude, and he uh, deserves. Yep, he so deserves it. My lock this week is Will Zalatoris. Lock it up. Spin. Right, spin the tea. That's me. That's you. Uh, I'm going to. Of course, give you a long shot in the odds. <laughs> just, just preface it because you had uh, Lanton or Lanto Griffin. Lanto Griffin. Is yeah, your backup, yeah, no, yeah. I was and, not his lock. Yeah, I know. So make sure you clarify. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't need any rulings. You know? l- longer shot. I'm going to take Max home at ninety to one. Okay. Um, I'm going to try and lock it up, and get a win. Christoph uh, Venture at thirty-five to one. That's your lock. That's my lock. I gotta write that down because I'm not gonna remember that. But you know, there's others I like too. Of course. But we won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, stat guy, who you got? Uh, my lock is going to be Iceman Henrik Stenson. Oh, interesting. I love that pick. Yeah. I, yeah. I I mean, especially at forty to one. I mean, yeah. Great odds and man, I love his golf swing. Yeah. I when he. It's so funny when you see these guys that it, they like win the FedEx Cup and then ah oh, manufacture change, yeah. You know? And I just don't get it. It's the eternal quest for it, perfection. I, man, you you would think that there's some history and your agent going, no, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. stay what you're doing. We're making a lot of money right now. Yeah, because he has just gone downhill since he won the FedEx Cup. Yeah, man, the we're we all succumb to the eternal quest. Yes. Uh, so one last Vegas thing I want to talk about. 
uh, you guys aren't aware of this unless you saw what Patrick posted on his Instagram account, but Patrick Gibbs uh, went out to play Wolf Creek mm-hmm. and his first time out there. And I didn't know it was his first time. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, I would have given him a little fair warning about, you know, what Wolf Creek is. And, you know, from my perspective, Wolf Creek is a tourist. You need to go play this because it's Wolf Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not uh, a casual golf fans, you know, oh, my God, I got to go play Wolf Creek. Some people, it's one of those hit or miss golf courses. Some people absolutely love it. Some people absolutely hate it. Um, I'm kind of on the the hate side. Not that it's not a beautiful course. Not that it's breathtakingly stunning at every turn. It's just not golf to me. It's kind of funky, kind of you know gimmicky, some ridiculous holes. Still awesome, and I highly recommend somebody go if you haven't yeah. played it. I highly recommend. But he went out there and just had a bad situation. Uh, the the cart. There was a problem with the cart. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't know that it was limited range. Yeah. Uh, he was not aware. Um, and he's a good stick. And, you know, he's trying to make it. He's going to be, you know, competing and trying to get into Q school and and maybe the Canadian tour. Um, he's a member at a TBC Summerlin. And I'm not sure which guy he's working with out there, but um, mm-hmm. solid stick. And so when he found out about the range, he went back in and he's like, what's up with the range? He goes, I can't even hit my driver. <laughs> and the, 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 I don't know if it's the GM or what, but told him, eh, it's just hitting low irons, just the same swing as your driver. <laughs> and he went, what? And the guy was like, come on, man. You know, yeah. this is Wolf Creek. And <laughs> so he was like, um, how about this? Uh, give me my money back. And he left and went and played Conestoga. <laughs> I saw him at Conestoga. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, not a happy experience. He, he definitely felt that the course is there to take high dollar tourist money. Mm. You know, it's not a all. I it, when you look at the range, it's it's almost like they went, shit, we forgot a range. Yeah, that's exactly what. It <laughs> where is. are we gonna put it? Oh, that hillside where you come in. We can stick it over there. We can yeah. put a bunker and we can put a green and we'll just limit the distance you can hit a ball. Yeah. Because it just, it doesn't fit. Yeah. To me, Wolf Creek feels like one of those courses you go play a scramble with your buddies. Yes. Yeah. And that's all. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, for, for the amount of money they're charging, you know. It's pretty expensive. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's. I, I really liked it. Um, not a course I'd want to play every day. It's, oh, hell no. It's a place you go take some pictures and just enjoy yourself. Yeah. Um, but that, you do got to do it one time. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I had a desire to go out and play it. And when I played it, I, I had fun. We had a good time. Yeah. But when you're you're looking at the overall grand scheme of things in this town where you pay that much money, there's so much better golf that you mm-hmm. can go play. Yeah. And I think that that um kind of plays to what kind of player or golfer you are yeah you know like someone that l- goes out and drinks and just has a good time wolf creek all day all day long for You're us have like a blast. avid like we're into architecture and all this other stuff and you want know. to score well and yeah. and like and look well, at the design aspects of what course. did you shoot out there um 78 i think yeah yeah it's not an easy golf course i played pretty damn well when did i you? played there yeah yeah, I don't remember. It was. I, I think six I shot it. Ago. I think I shot an eighty. Nice. Yeah, 
I didn't play the very back tees because I was too lazy to walk up those hills. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm playing from these second back tees. Uh, that is true. So I wanted to talk about that. That's that's part of our Vegas section. So, um, and then we have a couple new things that we're working on to to keep the podcast evolving and keeping you guys interested. We don't want to constantly throw out the same stagnant content. Um, so we're going to be adding a couple new things. We've talked and and this is one thing i love about having jeremy and joe doing this with me is we get different and you're constantly you're just on an eternal scroll to find out what you shot there aren't you oh 85 <laughs> not 80 um so uh we've got a couple ideas that we're going to bring to light and um this was jeremy's idea and what he thought would be a good thing to do was do a pga player profile about some unknowns some guys that maybe are coming up from Corn Ferry or have been on tour a couple of years that, you know, don't get the Golf Channel spotlight or the featured rounds on PGA Tour Live. So we're going to do that uh, each week. Uh, maybe not each week, but every now and then when we decide that, hey, this is fitting. We don't have a lot to talk about this week as far as what's going on in the world of golf. We'll throw a PGA Tour profile in there. So uh, we're going to spin the tee to see who gets to go first. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, fell off the table. Hey, 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 that is Joseph. I don't think this is a very fair table <laughs> to be spinning a tee on. <laughs> so, uh, Joe, you don't have to. Are you going to try? So, it? yeah, I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not doing it now. But so the first person to do a PGA Tour player profile will be Joe, Mr. Hitting Greens. So look forward to that coming cool. up in some future episodes. And then the other thing that we are going to do is a segment we're tentatively named uh, Want to Get Away. And we love talking about Vegas golf. And there's a ton of Vegas golf to talk about. But, you know, it's there's more than just Vegas to go play golf. And some of us have traveled and seen different places. But what we want to do is put out there a course that maybe you're interested in going to that we can provide you with some additional information. So um, we're going to do, you know, somebody will spin the tee again and, and whoever lands on is going to uh, pick a course and then we'll talk about, you know, airfare to get there, uh, places to stay, talk about the course, the architecture, the community, things to do in the area and just kind of give somebody a breakdown of, hey, you know, if you want to go to Bandon, I recommend you fly into here, you stay here, play this and, and just kind of give our insight uh it's what i'd like it to be is for us to also find out new information for ourselves absolutely because you know i've been to band and i know where to go i know what to do and as yeah. much as i'd love to do it as i was talking about earlier before we started i don't think i'm going to do that i think i'm going to pick some place like you know sand valley or yeah Aaron hills or maybe in florida stream song right. i've been streams on but a place where i'm going to find out some new information so we can relay that to everybody so that way when you do go there you're just stocked and ready. ready just hey remember that podcast yeah let me go there there we go here's the info so let's spin the tea and it's gonna be me again <laughs> <laughs> that's me that's you yep that is me so i will be doing the first want to get away episode when we get to it so we'll find some you have to come up with a catchy, want to get away. I want to get away to a new place. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe's a natural every with time. With a good walk, coffee. Okay, yeah, I won't do that ever again, I promise. All right, and then 
So uh, as we wrap it up this week, uh, I wanted to get into a discussion about this. I've been talking about this with my wife. Uh, I wish I would have remembered who, what post I saw this on. But uh, this isn't going on just in golf. It's going on in tennis. It's going on in basketball. Uh, and it's the disparity debate amongst earnings. And I saw a post on Instagram where uh, – Gosh, I really wish I would have known who it was. You're going to need to look that up. I'm going to look that up. Um, where they were talking about the the money. There's a huge gap in income from the PGA Tour to the LPGA. And just as an example, uh, Patrick Cantley earned $1.44 million with his win yesterday in the Zozo. Allie McDonald, right? You know Allie McDonald, right? Yeah, right? Mm. No, no, no idea who that is. Yeah, she's which a is friend. One, which is one of the problems. Uh, she earned $195,000. Yeah, that is that is pretty wild. That's that's a big and I mean the Zozos is kind of a you know they got some money in that because I mean it's a limited field and you still have that high of a payday. Um, but the the top eleven in the Zozo paid out five million, right? The total purse for the LPGA event was one point one, one point two. Yeah. Uh, so there is a disparity, and so. My, my wife, uh, to give a little background on her, she played high school and college basketball. Um, and she, I have two girls. So I see it from a different perspective than somebody that, you know, whose wife isn't an athlete and mm -hmm. doesn't have daughters. Um, so I always like having these conversations with her because I know my guy perspective. Mm -hmm. and But I value her input. And so when I was talking to her about it, she said something that really kind of set home with me is she said, women just don't support sports. There's some that do, but the majority don't. And I, I started thinking about that. I go, you know, she's, she's kind of right. If you look at the LPGA events, they do a really good job trying to bring girls into the community and get mm -hmm. them out there. But for the most part, it's guys. It, you, yeah. All the Instagram accounts, it's all guys that follow them. Um, you just don't see, I mean, there's a lot of women golfers out there trying to get a name for themselves, you know, but they're more social media darlings than actual golfers. But it's, it's a, I would love to see that money get increased and make it easier for them. But th one of the things from that story that I saw and cause somebody commented, oh, shut up, you're getting free stuff anyways. And a couple of the LPGA players chimed in and said, don't know where you're getting your info from, but I pay for my clubs. Which, yeah. when I said that to Jeremy at the start of the show, he was like, what? Uh, yeah. It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild that you have some of the top women player in the world that they buy their equipment. And, I mean, I don't know what the breakdown is for the on the men's side, how many of those guys are buying their own equipment that don't have contract deals or don't have, you know, big endorsements. But uh, what do you think is some of the reasons you see the disparity in the money. Um, and, I, you know, to, to be clear, I don't want to turn this into a sexist, you know, guys rock, girls suck type things. It's, you know, the girls that are out there working just as hard. You know, like I said last week, Daniel Kang was out on the putting green at TBC Summerlin for two hours. Yeah. So they're putting in the work, they're putting in the effort. What do you think could something that could happen to... I just think there's not as big of an audience for it. Uh, number one, 
well, because a lot of women don't watch golf. When I, uh, when I do watch, it's because it's on at that time. I, you know, even if I hunted it out, like Jeremy mentioned earlier, um, I can't find it. Um, I do enjoy watching it, especially if it's at an awesome course. I think they could play more courses that are look great on TV that people want to go play. Uh, I think that's one thing they could do. Um, and I'm sure the sponsorship dollars are just, they're not there because they're focused on the moneymaker side, which is mm-hmm. men's golf. Yeah. I mean, the audience, I mean. Well, and they want to see the return on their investment too, you know? You look at you look at the U.S. Open, obviously not this year, but the crowds at the U.S. Open. It's ridiculous. The men's U.S. Open or whatever you want to call it. And then their major that just happened, you know, and they, I think they were allowed to have fans there. There's just not, there's not that many people Mm-mm. that are going to see it. And I think the courses is one thing they could do because if it's a course that I know and I want to go play, I'm going to be like, I'm looking that up and I'm finding out when it's on because I want to see that. Yeah. And the, there was when Ryan was here in town and he was on the board at the, at LVCC, the LPGA was in talks with them to bring an event back to Vegas, which yay. Yeah. I would definitely watch that every day. I would go and I'd go. Yeah. You know, I'd go if we were allowed to. Um, But the LPGA had some concerns about the course and they said it, you know, it needs to be more consistent from T to green over 18 holes. And so they were working on that. And, you know, if I remember correctly, 2022, I think is when they're hoping to come back to Vegas, which I would love. And I would totally take my girls and, you know, I, would love to bring Erica, but I don't know if she would go. She's just not into golf. So, I mean, I get that. What do you think, Jeremy, is something that could change in the LPGA to get these athletes some more funds? I think Joe really hit it. It's it's really for, I mean, unfortunately, there's the advertising and the audience, the amount of people watching. It's just not there, which I, I wish we could look at that and find a way to fix that because I think that would be the best way to elevate it. Um, but the course thing, I agree. Like the courses they play, most of them you never, never heard of. You've never heard of the course. You have to look yeah. up where is this course, Yeah, you know? So that would be a huge one. I, I already love watching it. I love watching when they play their Asia swing. Um, I've heard this multiple times. I mean, for, for most amateur golfers, they should be able to relate to the, oh, the LPGA players more than men. Totally. As far as swing speeds and distances, so right. it's more relatable for us. It's just, yeah. I mean, you can learn audience. some stuff from them I was too, digging, tempo-wise. I, I was digging into the stats last night. I had some time to kill, so I was checking out the LPGA website and looking at the different players. And That's and, what they need mm-hmm. to do is fix that Fix the website too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We talked about awful. that last week. Um, but Danielle Kang is second on the money list right now. She... Her driving distance, 258. Yeah. Hey, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not leading the tour on birdies. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, she's she's got some skills and it's fun to look. And then what I also did is went back to like Lorena Ochoa and Annika Sormston and looked at their stats when they uh one, 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 one all the way down. Yeah. They just led the tour and everything. Um, but it's you know, they're they're good players and it's it stinks that you know the the tv isn't as good for them it's tough to find but the course i i totally agree and i think jeremy just said it too the course is huge because one of the most popular women's events that i've ever seen was the women's augusta amateur 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched that. I watched it. Well, one, it was Augusta. Yeah. But I mean, talk about giving these these talented young girls a place to, you know, shine. Right. And see some TV. And if they could do that at other places, I think it would be it would yeah. be ideal. I think creating more household names too, um, helping get more familiar with these players. I mean, they're doing all these charity things. Why don't they do men's women's charity? event yeah well the yeah. three tour challenge used to be here in vegas i don't know if you remember that mm-hmm. the wendy's three tour challenge it was originally at reflection then it moved to rio for a couple of years where they take a, a player from the lpga the pga tour champions and the pga tour and they were on a team yeah or not a team they would they would all play together mm-hmm. and then you know it was the women the lpga won the tour championship one or champions won, mm-hmm. and it, it was fun that's when i saw bubba drive what is now the fifth green at rio yeah, the, the sharp dog leg left up into the canyon. Mm-hmm. Saw him drive that green from the back box. Ridiculous. <laughs> um, but that was kind of cool. But it never got any mm-hmm. play. Yeah. Never got any publicity. Yeah, I do. I think I think course course selection or whatever you want to say it is is big time on that. It, remember, like Michelle Wee and Annika played on some men's events, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know they didn't do great. Annika made the cut. I think it. Uh, what was it? The uh, one was in the Texas. One at, yeah. The Colonial. Colonial. Um, and then Michelle Wee was playing at a lot of events because mm-hmm. she could hit the ball. You know, it was hitting it a ton. What would you think about a like a mixed pairs event where you put a LPGA player and a PGA player and have an event? Just to maybe spark some mm-hmm. interest in what the women can do. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, for sure. I think that would be fun. Yeah, I think one thing, um, and ju- you may have heard about this, Justin Rose put up some money and tried to help the ladies European tour during the COVID yep. yeah. shutdown. That was awesome. Um, I feel like there's kind of a huge gap between the PGA Tour and the LPGA. I mean, you have Corn Ferry, PGA Tour, and then Champions. They're all kind of intertwined. And, you know, I feel like maybe they could get them closer together and maybe having events like that where they have mixed pairings and things like that would help. Yeah. But they're just so separate that, yeah. One of the things, because with my wife playing basketball and both my daughters playing basketball, um, what Kobe Bryant was doing for the women's game is it was revolutionary. The mm. the fact that he was dedicating so much time and creating these academies and his daughter was a stud. Um, going forward, I mean, he because he was in Vegas at every Aces game. Mm. Every Aces game we went to, he was there. And just really what, and it's because he had, daughters you yeah know, he didn't have a son like lebron's got his son you know so he lebron i mean i don't know him personally so if i'm paraphrasing you don't here, you don't he know could, no, <laughs> he could give a rat's ass about you know women's basketball i'm sure he has hey you know yeah and it's you know, perspective it's, on life yeah it's his perspective on it but with kobe having a daughter and playing basketball and and he wanted her to have something and so right. the amount of money and that he was putting into the game it's it's a, a tragedy what happened to him, you know, just on a personal level, obviously, yeah. and his family. But what he was doing to elevate the women's basketball game was revolutionary. And it would take somebody like Tiger. Yeah. Like, you know, Jack Nicholas and those guys to sure. to implement themselves into that side of the game to, to try and help get it some notoriety. Yeah, so that would definitely help. We still got a lot of growing up to do in this world. Um 
but I, hey, uh, I'll say this. I encourage you guys to go out, and if you're in a town that's hosting an LPGA event, go show them some support. Um, those girls can play, man. Yeah, they can. <laughs> Dana, who is not one of the top players in the world, but is a really good golfer when we played at Revere. Like I said, she'd never seen the course. We played from 6,600 yards, and she shot a 71. Uh, so, uh, talent. Talent. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that's it for this week, guys. You got anything else? Yeah, no. No, we still got the hoodie challenge going on. Um, I will give you an update. Here, let me look at the books. And uh, yeah, nobody has bought one yet. So um, <laughs> the odds of you uh, purchasing one, putting it on, taking a photo. and What's winning- the end date on this? Did, did we establish an end date? <laughs> when somebody the, does it. The eternal. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope it's, it's, it's done before spring when these won't be worn anymore. The eternal giveaway. <laughs> well, you know, maybe in Minnesota it could last all year. but. <laughs> uh, and we also, we commented about this uh, oh, no, episodes, episodes ago about where come on out and get a free round of golf with you and I. And now we're going to throw Jeremy in that mix too. Yeah. Um, that's, that'd be a banging foursome right there. Yeah. yeah. And, and we haven't forgot about that. Um, I, I want to get some more, you know, comments and, and, you know, reviews. Uh, so if you haven't done that, get on it. Yeah. Get on it. Um, so we're gonna, easy. We're going to go play some golf. Uh, make sure you give some good walk coffee, some love, head on over to their website. Uh, goodwalkcoffee.com we got the podcast code cd podcast that'll save you 15 percent on your orders and you can also use that at fn3b golf and fury so and then you and i are playing wednesday at mm-hmm. paiute snow Ooh. i haven't played snow in a long time so yeah neither am i i'm looking forward to that so uh in the meantime if you uh, can and it's not freezing where you are like it is here uh get yourself out on the course and uh, chase some daylight later, later.